This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a former HUD inspector general was found guilty of corruption and now faces up to 80 years in prison. DOD is offering two online courses on suicide. And major changes are afoot for SBA's 8A program. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. A former assistant inspector general for the Department of Housing and Urban Development is found guilty of hiding his debts to a personal friend, a contractor to whom he directed tens of millions of dollars in government business. Eddie Safarinia faces up to 80 years in prison for failing to disclose the $80,000 in loans he received and for sharing confidential information with a federal contractor. A little less than three years after its inception, the Space Force has an official song. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports. Officials unveiled their new service anthem yesterday during the annual Air, Space and Cyber Conference here in National Harbor, Maryland. It's called Semper Supra, just like the Space Force's recently adopted official motto. Songwriter and former Air Force Band member James Teachner wrote the lyrics and melody. The final version was recorded by the U.S. Coast Guard Band. One of its members helped with the harmony and orchestration. We'll post the full song so you can hear it without me talking over it at federalnewsnetwork.com. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. Most of the Defense Department's spending on other transaction agreements gets funneled through third-party consortiums. But DOD is missing some important data on those consortiums, including how many there are and which technology areas they cover. That's according to a new study by the Government Accountability Office, which found the department spent more than $24 billion through consortiums between 2019 and 2021. GAO says the missing information makes it hard for procurement officials to make good decisions about how or whether to use OTAs. For example, some consortiums charge fees as high as 21 percent, while others charge less than 1 percent. But that information is not widely available. The Defense Department is offering two online courses with support and guidance for military service members who are affected by suicide. The first 45-minute course focuses on helping those who are directly affected by discussing communication techniques and the importance of maintaining physical and mental health. DOD recommends the second, longer course for military leaders and supervisors at all levels. The department says military service members who have lost a colleague to suicide should strongly consider enrolling in the courses. The National Guard is looking at ways to improve recruitment and retention. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. Among its recommendations, the National Guard is looking at providing health care coverage to new recruits. This would also benefit the roughly 60,000 Guardsmen who are currently uninsured. The Army National Guard is currently about 6,000 personnel short of its authorized and strength levels. The National Guard is also looking to provide bonuses to Guardsmen who successfully recruit someone to join as long as that recruit meets the minimum qualifications. Jory Heckman, Federal News at Work. 
The American Federation of Government Employees sent House and Senate Armed Services Committee leaders its wish list of changes or provisions it would like to see in the 2023 Defense Authorization Bill. AFGE, which represents about 300,000 DOD employees, outlined five additional areas beyond its initial letter sent in August. One provision AFGE wants lawmakers to support would limit the realignment or workforce reduction at military medical facilities. AFGE also wants lawmakers to weigh in on what it calls DOD's lack of compliance with Title X total force management requirements. AFGE says DOD's continued use of personnel caps and conversions of functions from civilian to military is concerning. Major changes are afoot for SBA's 8A program. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has the details. The Small Business Administration is proposing some of the biggest updates to the 8A business development program in years. A new proposed rule tries to clear up confusion that has emerged over the last several years around joint ventures, size recertification requirements, who can initiate a protest of size determinations, and several other areas. Additionally, the proposed rule emphasizes the ability of contracting officers to penalize prime contractors for not meeting their subcontracting goals. The penalties would include not giving a satisfactory or positive past performance evaluation. Comments on the proposed rule are due by November 8th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. A CIA leader predicts that the agency can significantly decrease its hiring time by this December. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. The CIA is trying to diversify applicant pools while also speeding up the security clearance process. An associate deputy director at the agency shares a few strategies. Having different channels for application that didn't exist before, proactively look for the right candidates and encourage people to apply. Creating relationships with academic institutions. The CIA plans to decrease the time it takes from submitting an application to receiving a security clearance from 600 days down to 180. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. A bill to repeal the so-called evil twins that reduce or eliminate Social Security benefits for some retired federal employees and their spouses is headed for a House floor vote. The House Ways and Means Committee approves the Social Security Fairness Act, which would repeal the windfall elimination provision and the government pension offset. Those two provisions of the 1935 Social Security Act reduce or eliminate the Social Security benefits of more than 2 million retirees. And a bill that just advanced through the House Oversight and Reform Committee would make agencies rethink their responses to potential future pandemics. The legislation would require agencies, among other things, to develop guidelines on testing, cleaning, and occupancy limits. Find these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Wednesday, September 21st, 2022, I'm Peter Masurlian. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply.